Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist, high-performance coach, helping people to tackle the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. What does that mean to tackle the trash, head trash, stinking thinking, got to move that out. That's what we call the old programming. Talking some truth, that's when you finally say, you know what, I think I could do better. I think I have more to offer. I'm not maximizing my potential. You have a conversation with yourself. That's called talking some truth. And then transforming your mind is when you begin to use the tools of self-transformation to have greater success in health, happiness, and business as well. So, right? I remember uh, attending a seminar called the, uh, it was called the, um, It was called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, and it was pretty good. It was, uh, I don't know if they still hold it. It was put on by a guy named T. Harvecker, and there was a really, really a lot of good information in that uh, seminar. But one of the things I remember is that the results you produce in your life are the fruits, and the way you think, that's the roots. So the fruits are only as good as the roots. So that's what we work on as, um, as hypnotherapists, is we work on the roots of behavior, which is your thinking. So if you need some help with your thinking, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of today's show. But for now, let's get into today's podcast. It's all about difficult conversations, difficult conversations. You know what I'm talking about. So, you know, I've always been kind of a mellow, don't rock the boat kind of guy. I've historically been conflict averse which means I've had an aversion to conflict. I don't like getting into fights with people, you know, and, and, and I was this way to the point of being somewhat dysfunctional in the fact that, I, you know, it took me a while to learn how to stand up for myself and it took me a while to learn how to speak my truth. And all of these things were things that I had to learn. But one of the things that really helped me to feel empowered was learning how to have what are called difficult conversations. So they are conversations where you have to call someone out for their behavior. They are conversations when you have to communicate with somebody that you're not happy with either the situation or something that they're doing. So these difficult conversations have the potential for conflict, but they don't have to. So we can have these difficult conversations in a very gentle, um, a very constructive, positive, and at times in a very loving way. And there's a, a way to learn how to do that. However, most of us avoid difficult conversations because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings or we don't realize what the response is going to be or, or we just don't know what to say. So learning how to have these difficult conversations, I think, is one of the most important things you can do if you want to live your life in a powerful manner. 
And of course, the opposite of that would be being shut down all the time, being unexpressed, not being able to say what's true for you, not being able to speak your truth with work partners, with family, with spouses and partners. All of these areas require the courage and the skill in having these difficult conversations. So for me, it really did start um, when I got married. So I realized early on that, um, well, I'll be honest with you, my wife has a, has a, has a very powerful personality. She comes from an Italian family of many women, and they all have, you know, they're, they're just very, very strong women. And uh, I realized that if I didn't speak up for myself, then I wasn't going to have much of a voice. Um, so I had to learn how to say, you know what, I'm not happy with this, or this is not working for me, or I really had to learn how to express myself in a way that didn't invite conflict or argument. And, you know, it took some time, but that was a real positive learning ground for me. You know, my first few years of marriage for me to really have the courage to speak up for myself, because quite frankly, before that, you know, I'd just kind of brush it off or let it lie or, you know, not make a stink. Like I said, not rock the boat. But what ends up happening, at least for me, is I end up with a huge reservoir of resentment. Like, you know, why does it have to be like this? Or why did that person have to do that? Or I wish they wouldn't do that. You know, this conversation going on in my head, which at times could get very, very toxic. And I look back over relationships that I've had, particularly with women, where one day I just said, you know, I'm not into the relationship anymore. And I just left. And I think many of the um, people I got involved with were left to wonder, you know, whoa, I thought everything was going great. What happened? And what happened was I just didn't have the courage or the know-how or the confidence to be able to say, look, you know, this is not working for me or we need to change this or I'm not happy. So it's really, really important to learn how to have these conversations so you can communicate to people what's going on with you, what you need, what you want, and what you need to have change in a situation or a relationship. Now, there are books out there on how to have these difficult conversations. And if you you know, if that's something you're interested in, I would definitely recommend that you pick up some of these books. There's there's audio tape uh, recordings about how to have difficult conversations, and they can be really, really helpful, okay? Um, just to break it down and to keep it simple, a, a good way to start with these difficult conversations, a good way to start is to take some time and be very clear about what it is you want to say. So um, rather than blurting something out or being reactional, if you're having a conversation with somebody and you feel the need to say something, but you're not sure what it is you need to express, you can say, you know what? I'm really not ready to have this conversation right now. I do want to have it, but let me put some time and thought into how I want to respond. And I think most people will appreciate that. The other thing you can do is, of course, if there's a conversation you have to have, you can take some time to prepare you can make some notes. I've often had conversations where I had notes or little, you know, things that uh, I didn't want to forget. I wouldn't recommend reading, uh, you know, <laughs> a long exposition or something like that, although some people seem to find that helpful, but that's not really my style. 
for me, just writing a few bullet points of really what I want to cover. And then these um, conversations are best uh, started with uh, an expression of gratitude or acknowledgement, okay? So it would sound something like, you know, first, before we say anything, I just want to let you know how much I admire and respect you. I want to let you know how uh, important uh, this relationship is to me. I want to let you know that I really acknowledge the hard work that you're doing, you know, depending on the situation. And then um, say something like, so uh, since I value this relationship and since I value this relationship with you, uh, there's some things uh, I feel the need to talk about so we can continue to have a functional, um, effective, uh, happy relationship. So, uh, you know, if you would uh, just listen to what I have to say, um, there's some things I'd like to communicate with you. So that's a great way to begin these conversations. And then as you get into the conversation, what you want to avoid is you, 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 you. You do this, you do this, you do this. Now, this is going to be different, of course, depending on whether it's a professional conversation or it's a personal conversation with a you know spouse or other intimate partner. Sometimes these typical conversations are making uh, people accountable, uh, employees or other partners, you know. Um, but if you come from the attitude of, you know, I want to know what I can do to help you, um, or um, I want to know what I can do to make the situation better, or it seems to me there are some challenges, you know, how can we overcome these challenges? So the conversation has to be couched in we, or let's come together and, and figure this out, or I'm beginning to feel this, or I get the sense of this, and let me know if I'm mistaken, but I can't help but feel this. So if you make accusations, then be prepared for that other person to defend themselves, and you don't want to put somebody on the defensive. It's probably going to happen anyway, but the purpose of the conversation is to come from the idea, from the intention that you want to make things better. Avoid conversations when you're just going to shame or blame. Those are not constructive, and they're not going to do anything for you. Maybe there's a time and a place for them, but for the most part, I think that um, all conversations can be had in a more constructive and positive way. So I just wanted to give you something to think about. Um, difficult conversations are difficult because, you know, they involve uh, saying things that we're not usually used to saying to people. They involve holding people accountable. They involve an expression of our feelings and our disappointments. And all of these things are difficult for many of us to express. However, if you need some help with these uh, difficult conversations, give me a call because I've worked with many people to uh, help them have these conversations in a much more powerful and much more effective way. So, Best way to get in touch with me is to go to tedmoreno.com. That's my website. And uh, click on uh, either ready to get started or click on the contact menu. You can send me an email. I'll get back to you within 48 hours. And uh, we'll have a up to a half hour complimentary phone consultation where I can answer all of your questions and find out if hypnotherapy is right for you. And if you're ready, we'll schedule your first appointment. You can find out more about my podcast by going to tedinyourhead.com. And of course, I'm on all the usual social media outlets. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Pinterest, Twitter, 
not on TikTok yet. My my um, eighth grader tells me I should be on TikTok, but not there yet. But anyway, if you want to reach out uh, via social media, say hello, give me a shout out. And if you do, uh, I'll uh, give you a shout out uh, on my podcast, okay? So in closing, let me leave you with a quote by Peter Bromberg. And Peter says, when we avoid difficult conversations, we trade short-term discomfort for long-term dysfunction. So keep that in mind because that is an excellent quote. Thank you so much for listening and take good care of yourself. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted in Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.